What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. Man, y'all, it's been a long-ass motherfucking week, dog. Yes, please yeah. just tell us about y'all weekend, because that's really all we want to hear about Yes, anyway. so, of course, y'all know, because I've been posting it every day, because I was proud of myself, goddammit. Um, Catch yourself on the back, queen. Yeah, so this weekend, I was at the BT Awards working the red or or should I say blue carpet for all urban central um, mm-hmm. shout out to them for choosing me to go to this event they believed in me enough and put that on my shoulders to make sure I got good interviews and I had a really amazing time I feel like I'm glad you had fun. my first time I worked the red carpet was earlier this year when I did the social awards mm-hmm. and the social awards is lit you know what I'm saying but BT awards is on a whole nother level you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like I got to see Lisa Ray, Lil Kim, Sierra, Mary J. Blige, Regine, Wife and Lucci, Gunna. Like the list goes on. Speaking of Mary J. Blige. Bruh. First of all, sis said, fuck that. These hoes ain't about to butcher my head. Bruh, she, she did her whole performance. Like, I don't think anybody else has ever done that. I feel, didn't Janet do hers? I don't remember, but it's definitely been only a few women and a yeah, few people that have, like, their did own. their whole performance on their own. Usually people let somebody else perform and then they come on later. Right, yeah. But. She that sis said she don't want no more drama. No more drama. No more pain. No more pain. Okay. Nah, no drama. You ain't even singing it right. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Broken heart again. Another lesson learned. Come on, you better know your friend. Or else you will get burned. Oh, bitch, you get better. I oh, know, check me out. Well, it's like, no, calm down. No. How you gonna front <laughs> on me like that? Bitch, you got a long way to go. I think I sounded good. You did I, I held the little note. I held it You down. gotta do that. Hum, hum. See, no, it just don't hit right when you do it. <laughs> you don't got that strength. Hum. Hell no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, um, I think, okay, my bad, y'all. So, anyways, um, yeah, so the BET Awards, I was very honored to work that. And let me say this. I feel like I hear a lot of black people say this. They're like, oh, it's just the BET Awards. No. This is a black production put on for black people. Like, right. this is our shit. You know, upping ourselves, making ourselves look good. Tyler Perry gave a good speech. Like, I just feel like it's so important for us to put value in ourselves. It's not just the BET Awards, nigga. It's the fucking BET Awards. So it's huge. And for my first major red carpet to not be the MTV Awards or the Oscars or the Grammys, no, bitch, it was the BET Awards. And I'm actually very proud of that. But even if it was, MTV Awards and shit, like, that's huge, too. Yeah, that's cool, but... You're, like, just starting off in this game, and you already doing, like, huge And I'm telling you, like, yeah, we all watched MTV growing up, but, baby, I used to be on BET. My first show... Y'all know my favorite show was BET. Yes. Oh, I was just about to say 106 in part. (laughs) Oh, my God. You fucking horny. You are horny. Oh, my God. Horny high. Oh, my God. Horny Hive is in the building. What the fuck? Anyways, what I was going to say was that when I... see real good. 
that pussy real good. That pussy <laughs> off the chain. Go on and do your thing. That pussy real Anyways, good. what I was going to say was the first time I realized I wanted to be on TV and do things that I'm not even being funny was when I used to watch 106 in Park. Seeing Free and AJ up there, I always wanted to do that shit. Like, I used yeah. to literally... I'm not making this up. They my were mom definitely gold. and my sister will tell you this. I used to literally be in the mirror acting like I was introducing videos. Like, I used to do that shit. So I and mean, that's crazy because I used to be twerking acting <laughs> like I was in the video. Acting like you was a hoe. And look at how, and look at how life turned out. I lived out my dream, too. <laughs> so I will say, I've been practicing for this shit for a long time. So I'm happy. And this Ooh, is child, only. Me, too. I've been oh. practicing for a long time. But you still can't twerk. But I can fuck so. <laughs> so, anyways, this is gonna lead me into the first topic. So, like we said, um, shout out to y'all for sending the topics. Yes, thank um, y'all. Oh, shout out. What's what is, uh, what is her name? Veronica. As a host, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce. Veronica, it. shout out to you. Yeah, Veronica, sending us some topics this week. So yes, y'all, please keep sending us topics. Yeah. So the first topic she um wanted to talk us to talk about getting to the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not gonna say we all the way in that hole, but yeah, I feel like but we in the door. It's more than our. We got you know, one foot in, one foot out. Yeah, I feel like it's like a whole foot. It ain't like just a toe. We got a whole. Yeah, foot we got in. a whole Thanks. foot in. So um. What, I'll let you start. Like, how do you say people should get into the entertainment industry? I mean, well, first of all, I would say that it depends on what exactly that you're trying to do. You're right. Like, I feel like you need to find your lane and then focus on that and do things to make yourself noticeable because there's so many people who everybody's trying to do the same thing. Like, right now, media and entertainment is huge because, bitch... Everybody want to be famous right. these days. Right. You know what I mean? Honestly. So you got to find something that you good at. So right. first of all, be good at something. Right. I guess that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah. Because you can't be wanting to be in the entertainment industry if you ain't. You don't really do nothing. Good at nothing. Right. And you ain't got it like that. So number one, find something that you good at. Be good at it and do things to make you get noticed. Like with me and Lex, for example, you know. Like I've said before, we both said before, we went to school for mass communications. We both have degrees in mass communications. And we've always wanted to do radio and media and entertainment to some capacity. Mm-hmm. We just had to find our lane. Right. And, you know, when we decided to start the YouTube channel, we weren't really expecting for Wind Down Wednesday to take off like that. But it kind of just formed a mind of its own. And then we changed it to support minds. And we ended up getting noticed by people who do radio out here in Atlanta. And that's how we ended up getting the opportunity to be on the radio station. But we really were just focused on our craft and just staying consistent. Right. And I think that's the number one thing, too. Just being consistent. being consistent with what you're passionate about. Like, me and Lex are super passionate about Poor Minds, Wind Down Wednesday, whatever. And that's why we've never skipped a week. Ever. Ever. I think we skipped one week. We didn't even... Well, oh, we skipped the week went for my birthday yeah, this Yeah, year. that's one week. And we took a little break. But other than that, even when I went on vacation last summer, Lex still did the I show. I did that episode by myself. By herself. Held, held it down. She held it down. She did. Um, and so I just think that's the key thing. Just yeah. stay consistent and find something that you're good at. And you'll get noticed. And I'll say this. For me, I feel like... I'm going to add on to what you said as far as consistency. It sounds so cliche because everybody, Mm -hmm. you hear people say that all the time. And I'll say one thing for me. I have tried my hand at everything. Y'all laughing. Me too. I used to literally be in the studio because I thought I wanted to be a rapper. And I done been in music videos and I ain't going to tell y'all which one. I'm dead. I've been in music videos because I thought I wanted to model. Oh, I know. I got the clue. (laughs) 
I've been a handful. Of, I used to do photo shoots. I've done I thought, everything too. I photo thought I wanted, shoots. I thought too. I wanted to be a model. Then I thought I wanted to be a singer or a rapper. I used yep. to be in the studio. Well, all I never the time. tried to be a rapper. I dead ass. I used to be in the studio Bitch, all the time. Bitch, let me talk. God Bitch, damn. I don't know why. Move. What, what, what did Nipsey Daddy say? Go do your thing. Please do your thing. Please do your thing. God damn. So I used to be in the studio trying to rap, tried to model, but it's like my heart wasn't in it. I was just doing it because that's what the thing was, yeah. you know. And then when I, I when I graduated high school, I didn't go straight to college. I took some time off, but when I went to school, I started doing journalism. But I did that shit all throughout high school. So I will say, speaking on what Drea said about consistency. I have never made so much progress in anything that I've ever done in my life as I have with this because not only am I passionate about it, but I've been consistent and I've been really Same. putting that work in. Like when I tell y'all we be like doing work and it's not all my life. I've been grinding. Right. Like y'all really just see like us, you know, posting episodes, but it's so much more that goes behind it. But consistency is like one of the main factors. Same. Another thing as far as like, me doing like uh, the BT Awards and all that stuff like that. Like you have to network. Mm -hmm. You can't be afraid to put yourself out there. Like when I first moved to Atlanta, I didn't know anybody and I had met Kodak and he had reached out to me and was like, Hey, you should do this. And he was like, no, you really need to do this cause you're good at it. And so I was like, man, I know I'm good at it, but I don't want people to be like, Oh, what is Lex? What, what does she think she do? You just supposed to be taking pictures on Instagram and being fine. And fuck them hoes yeah and them but yeah but it's like once i really kind of got in my bag with this shit i'm like damn i forgot i am good at this shit mm -hmm. like i did it all throughout college but it's like being in atlanta it's not like you're doing it for college credit you're doing this for like your career so it was hard for me at first but now it's just like second nature you know i had to get back in my bag and so i'll say as far as getting to the entertainment industry it's all about who you know Cause at this point, that's what that was gonna be my third. Cause point. I will say this, cause you know, like how you just said, you can't be in the entertainment industry if you don't do nothing. That's not necessarily true. Cause you don't have to be great as long as you consistent and you have connections. That's why y'all be seeing people like, oh, he can't rap. Why is he famous? Because he was consistent and he and got he a had, good and team. He got the, and he has the connections and he made that. So mm -hmm. I don't necessarily necessarily agree with you saying, um, you know, you gotta be good at something. Cause that's not true in my opinion. But yeah, I feel like as long as you make connections and you have to be able to put yourself out there. But you gotta be a nice. hard worker because I feel like when we first started, when we uh, started, what the fuck is that? When we first decided to start doing um, the podcast, I don't feel like I was great at it. I didn't feel like it was something that I was gonna that I was great at. Yeah, I went to school for it, but I had never been on radio like that. I did an internship back in Houston at ninety seven nine, but that was really it. Mm -hmm. I was never like on the radio or like talking every week doing mm -hmm. an actual show so i feel like it was just something that i had to keep doing and get good at but now that i'm fluent in it i love it right. and it's my passion and i'm consistent with it and i just feel like that like i said before i guess going back to what i said to me that's just the main key like you can't be consistent with something that you don't love that to you do. hate doing yes and that's I why i agree it. with you with what you said about like you've never gotten as far with anything that you've ever done in the past except for this because you've been super consistent at this because I feel like you really love doing this mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with me I'm a person who my whole life I've always wanted to do everything and I've done everything but I always quit shit mm -hmm. because I'd be like mm, I'm, I, I'll think I want to do something or I think I want to be you something started. started and don't finish it right. and quit 
this is probably one of the only things in my life that I've never quit. And my mom always told me she's so proud of me for how long we've been doing this show. Right. Um, especially now getting to the point where we're finally starting to get recognition and we finally starting to get exposure. Right. And I'll say this. And it took a while. So you just have to. Yeah. Cause I mean, we still have, and we still have a very long way to go. Yeah. And I will say it does help. Also, to surround yourself with people who are trying to do the same, the same thing as you. Because yep. if you have people around you that want to go out and party all the time and be chasing niggas and you trying to work, that's not going to work. I'm yeah. telling you right now. Because you got somebody in your ear being like, girl, why you want to do this YouTube? Or why you want to do this uh, going to school shit? We can just go be in these niggas section and doing this. Or niggas that's like, oh, why you want to go to work when I can take care of you? Or yeah. why, you know? So it's like you have to surround yourself with people who are like-minded. Who doing the who, same who have thing. The same goals as yeah, you. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Because so, that could definitely get you off track if you hanging around people who putting negative thoughts in your mind or making you feel like you can't accomplish something mm -hmm. or you can't do something. Okay, so I just wanted to touch on that real quick because I thought that was an interesting topic. And just because people yeah. always ask us for advice. So let's get to some good little teaching. Let's teaches. get to the good sheet. So another topic that she's had was what hairstyles attract certain men like what mm. men and i could definitely i we could both speak on this because we both literally had every single hairstyle in the book and i will say everyone i've had every i definitely hairstyle. notice a difference with type of men like attention that i get with depending on my hairstyle okay so so first. when i had I, I like to wear my natural hair mm -hmm. so when i had my natural hair and it was probably like shoulder length and it was like curly or straight I feel like people fuck with it. Like, you know, guys always hit on me. When I cut off my hair completely and I was natural, I did not get a lot of attention. I mean, I still did, but not as much as it is when I have my strong, my long, straight black weave. That's crazy because I don't feel that way. I feel like when you had first moved to Atlanta and you had the little short curly hair, I feel like I knew so many niggas that thought that you was like, no, I know that, but I'm talking about, I, I mean, that's what it probably looked like because so many people were just like, oh, they liked it. But I'm like, when niggas I feel like, like, it really showed your face. No, it definitely did. But I'm saying, as far I noticed the difference, like when I put that wig back on, bitch. So what? Okay, but when you say the difference, so what type of men do you feel like was trying to holler at you with your short hair? And then what type of men do you feel like was trying to holler at you with your long weave? When I, whenever I had my short hair, I felt like men came and talked to me, but not as much. But when men did come and talk to me, it was like they felt like I was girlfriend material. And they wanted to sit down and really have a conversation with me and see what I'm about, what I what I did today, where do I work, what the, what I what they want to know about me. It wasn't a lot of men sliding my DMs like that. Of course they were sliding my DMs, oh your hair is fire, this and that. But when I put Chun Lee in, it was like, damn, baby, Chun you Lee was a fool. Chun Lee was a fool with it. I'm not gonna lie. But I will say that's when you get the attraction from all the niggas. You know what I mean? All the niggas. All the niggas. So it was like niggas, damn, you bad, you this, you that. Let me you know, blue checks started appearing again mm -hmm. in the DM. So I will say, I feel it like a difference. it definitely, I, I mean, I like my natural hair. Me I don't too. ever change my hair for whatever men like at all. Cause right now, the only reason I'm wearing weaves is cause I'm, my hair is at an awkward length right now. Growing I'm trying to grow it out. But <clears throat> I definitely feel like whenever my hair is longer with weaving or whether it's curly or straight, I feel like I look more glam mm -hmm. and I feel more like, so people, tend to talk to me more. I feel like I just, I don't know, I, but it's also me. Maybe my 
the confidence that I exude is probably different. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, when I cut my hair, I wasn't as confident with it as far, at first. I really wasn't. Yeah. What about you? Um. Okay, well... When I was in college, I had cut my hair off. I had went natural. And um, I definitely would say, like, when I used to wear my weave and stuff first, before I cut my hair off, I definitely used to get a different type of attention from guys when I cut my hair off. I was still getting attention, but it just wasn't the same. Like, I thought niggas was still attracted to me. Because, I mean, obviously, when you're a beautiful girl, you're still a beautiful girl no matter how you decide to style your right. hair. But it was just a different type of attention that I was getting. Right. Like, I feel like dudes thought I was pretty, but they didn't necessarily think I was a bad bitch. Right, yes. And so, now, but now, I will say, um, I'm sure if y'all follow me on Instagram, y'all notice like I'm very, I'm interchangeable with my hair. I change my hair all the time. Like I go from wearing my my real hair to braids to weaves all the time. Mm-hmm. Now my hair is actually pretty long, my real hair. Yeah. So now when I wear my real hair. It really don't be no difference. It kind of more so be like niggas be excited because yeah. they be like, damn, feel- you bad as fuck and you got some long ass hair. Right, because I feel like to me it's about the length. Yeah, it's a, it is. It's about the length it at is. the end of the day. Cause it's like about I said, the length and unfortunately sometimes it's about the texture. Right. Well, I have... I feel like I have 4C hair, but my hair... You gets, don't have 4C hair, and I wish you would really stop lying and saying this I do have 4C no, hair. No, you don't, bitch. First of all, your hair is damn near straight and wavy First right now. First of all, because I have it slicked back in a ponytail. Okay, but people with 4C hair, their hair does not get that straight without no fucking flat iron. Your hair is like but I brush damn it. near straight with some... Okay, anyways, Lex <laughs> don't have 4C hair. Let's just go ahead and throw that out there. Whatever. Her hair is probably like 4A, 4B. Anyway, a mixture of, but like I said, I feel like, but even that kitchen 4C though, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> but even with girls with 4C hair, when you see girls with 4C hair and it's long, they get all the love. They do. I don't think so. Yes. If you look at all these natural beauty pages, they get love from other women. They get a lot of love from other women. No, I be seeing men too. Like, do you? Men, I, no, men. First of all, men don't know shit about hair. Let's they don't, out. but they don't but like nappy they, hair. But four C is not nappy. But what I'm saying is that's nappy. Four C hair is not nappy to me neither. I think that all hair is good hair. No, but to certain people, a certain texture of hair, they consider that to be nappy hair. Nappy hair like is just a lot your hair of, is not combed, though. That's just your hair not being combed. Like, your hair... But like, we're not talking about the actual real definition of what nappy is. We're talking about what ignorant-ass black people consider to be nappy no, hair. No, and I, I, I agree with you, but what I'm saying is when your and hair... ignorant-ass black men consider I agree. 4C hair to be but nappy But once hair. your hair reaches a certain length, I'm telling you, sister, that shit goes out the you window. You don't think they give a fuck about no, it. No, they don't, because if they see that your hair is long, Long and you can straighten it and you have it up and this and that they don't care they just mm. see oh shit she got long hair and she got edges they don't care about the texture yeah. as long as your shit is groomed now if you have that same girl cut her hair off and she's wearing a, a tiny afro they're gonna be like oh that bitch bald headed well, n- n- yeah not knowing that yeah. her hair can grow past her butt so I but not like, everybody hair can grow past no but butt. I'm just saying but 4C hair is only accepted when it's long so I'm agree. agreeing with you on that. I'm but, we, but neither one of us have 4C hair. I do. I don't have 4C hair. I'm not going. I'm not about to sit here and lie I'm to not y'all lying. and fabricate shit I'm not like Lex P is. Bitch, you definitely lying to these people. You do not have 4C hair. You don't know me, <laughs> bitch. 
So anyways, so, I see what the fuck I'm looking at right now. All, and it ain't no forcey hair. All in all, I do feel like it's all about length. I feel like niggas like length. With natural hair, it's definitely all about length. Now, you do have some people like Amber Rose who looks better with short hair. Sometimes girls look better. Like Halle Berry. Looks better with short Neil hair. Neil Long. Like some people just look better with short. That shortcut just be I killing I always it. tell you though, I really liked you with short hair. I know you hated it because it was just like a spur of the moment thing that you just randomly did out of impulse. Yeah. But. I was going through shit though. I know, but that's what I'm saying. You did it on some impulse shit, but. I really had liked your hair. I feel like I just look... When I look back on it, I feel like I look so... I don't know, kind of butchy a little bit. No, I loved it. I thought you could really see your face. I mean, it was so curly and cute. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was cool. I, I would never But I also like... Me either. Like, yeah, I would never Yeah, because I had my hair at Lick's length. Like, the length that she had it when it was short. Two times in my life. And... Because I big chopped twice. So, this is the second time I big chopped. I would never... Cut my hair Yeah, off but again. I will say, I feel like... Not my men, hair long, I'm never going to cut this sheet again. Maybe de- in a bob. But. Yeah, but I definitely feel like men are attracted to longer hair. They say they don't like weave, but I know how y'all act when I had my short hair versus when I had my longer hair in. I think they like weave if you ain't got no hair. Yeah, but it's like... But then if your hair long, niggas prefer you to wear your real hair. Right, if your like hair I is was, long, but if your hair is long. I was actually dating somebody who, like, he used to prefer me to wear... Either like my hair, but with leave out or braids. Right. But he didn't like closures. He didn't like frontals. He didn't really like weave in general. But mm-hmm. he's like, if you gonna wear a weave, it needs to be a natural looking weave. Yeah. Like, I just feel like no matter what hairstyle I have, they just niggas just like long shit. Well, at the end of the day, one thing about it, two things for sure, bitch. I'ma wear my hair how the fuck exactly. I want to wear this shit. So I don't give a fuck what you think. And if you got an issue with how the fuck I wear my hair, then pay for then, it. Well, no, you just ain't the nigga for me. If you want to judge me and don't want to fuck with me based off of how the fuck I'm wearing my hair, yeah, that's true too. But like I said, you but pay for nigga, it. Yeah, too. no, niggas got all these opinions on my hair, but don't be trying to pay for shit. You don't like my hair, then pay for me to get it done. Then then pay for it. Niggas don't always got an opinion on something, but never want to chip in on to fix the problem. Exactly. So, um, in my opinion and all, like I said, I just feel like men like longer hair, but me, do I give a fuck? Absolutely not. I don't give a fuck what you <laughs> niggas like. Okay, so this topic next. Oh, God. I'm nervous. This is kind of embarrassing. I don't know if I... <laughs> we well, go. you want but, me to introduce me? Yeah, you go ahead. <sighs> you know... I can honestly say, I don't think I've ever been in a situation like this before. Well, maybe not somebody you necessarily fucked, but maybe somebody you used to talk to or somebody you dealt with, somebody you went on a date with. I've never been in a situation like that before. Mm. But mm. one of our listeners. Interesting. What you mean? Well, we can elaborate on this after I bring in the topic because I would like to know what's okay. interesting Let's about go. it. So, anyways. The same listener that we mentioned earlier, she said that's another. No, topic. this is actually from Gunny. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Gunna then. Hey, hey, little boo. Okay, so he said, "How do you feel about getting introduced to someone that you already fucked, or like Lex said, not necessarily fucked, but you know, went on a date with you? Done met them before y'all done hung out. This never happened to you. No, I'm." I you don't remember recall. that good night in the studio with your man and somebody had showed up 
and I told you not to go when you just insisted on going. I didn't fuck him though. So but like I said, I said but the you, message said, but what well, I'm I'm speaking on what the message initially said, right. which was that it said fucks. I didn't fuck. But him I'm saying I've never been introduced but, to no nigga. But then you fucked. just say. But like Lex said, also somebody you hung out with or went on a date. Because you elaborated and you added that. Yeah, because but that's not what he sent us. But, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna make it a broader topic. So we talking about what he sent us. No, no I just haven't. Been but situation. you've been introduced to. Somebody. But I've definitely been introduced to somebody that I went on a date with. But so how like, did you okay. handle the situation? Like, what was the outcome? I would like to know since you just so picky and you don't nobody can fuck with Drea. Nobody can't fuck with the girl, but but somebody fucking with you if you fucking with enough people to if niggas introducing you and you don't know absolutely not. But I didn't get introduced. It just ended up happening. He walked in. <laughs> he didn't introduce me. He wasn't like, "Hey, mm. this is so and so, and this is so and so," and we introduced and we shook hands. It wasn't no shit like that. It was just like I was there because I was with my nigga. Mm. With my new nigga at the time, I was with my nigga and the little nigga, cause that's what he was. Walked in, and mm. it was like, oh hey peasant. Mm. <laughs> Is that how it went down, <laughs> or was there like, oh no, you didn't? Who talks like that? Yo man, no, he fucking <laughs> don't. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We a little tipsy. Anyway, so no. Okay, so basically what happened was I was there and he walked in. I didn't say anything. We ended up not talking about it. Later down the line, he found out that I knew the person and he was mad. And he blocked me. <laughs> he blocked me. He did. I'm dead. But, but, in the but end, you, y'all he ended got... up unblocking me. And everything worked out. And we had makeup sex and everything was all great. So in my situation, this is how I always handle Because I'm not going to lie, bitch. Y'all know I'm a hoe. I done been a hoe in my past life, whatever. So this has actually happened to me like a few times. And I handle it the same way every time. Like when he introduced me to the person, I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And you I, fucked him? Yeah. Like he introduced me to his partner. but you a I, dirty bitch. I didn't, honestly, I didn't know they were and friends. See, she trying to judge me over here. I wasn't I judging fuck, you, but I was trying to. I didn't to, even fuck the nigga that, the nigga that, that ended up knowing the nigga that I knew. Well, first of all, I didn't know that they were friends. I did not know. Because it was just like, this is weird as fuck. But it was on some shit. Like when he introduced me, I was like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, oh, yeah, I know him. And. In one situation that happened, it was two different times with two different. You a hoe with four different people because what a whore. <laughs> so the first situation, I was like, "Oh, what's up? I already know him. Like, you know, what's up?" And he was just like, he didn't think nothing of it. He never asked, so I never had to have the conversation with him. The second time it happened, he was on some like, "Oh shit, how you know what you said?" I was like, "Oh, I know him." Now the, the situation was actually closer. I did lie, because y'all know I'm a liar. I always say that I'm a liar. But I just feel like no. sometimes it softens the blow. So me and the dude had probably fucked probably like a year ago type shit. But I told him it was like some college shit. I was like, oh, it was like four or five years ago. Like, it was a long time ago. It was like some college shit. So he was like, oh, okay. Was it the truth? No, it was actually not. I fucked him last year, like the previous year. Like, 
He was kind of like on my recent roster type shit. So um, the freak jumped out. The freaks jump out at night. Hey, hey, hey. We know during the day. So too. I feel like honestly, but I just feel like it's how you handle it. It depends how close of friends they are. But I will say this: one thing you do not do, ladies. Do not act like you don't know that nigga because you never know how petty niggas are. And if you act like you don't know somebody, you introduce them to you, a nigga might feel played. So No, I never have did that. Like, even with that situation, like I said, I didn't even get introduced to the nigga. It was just like he ended up coming where we was at, and we was just all in the same right. room, and we just kind of didn't make eye contact and didn't, like... Right, but I'm talking about for ladies, the ladies that have been in this situation or the situation might happen to them. Once you actually get introduced to that person... Please don't act like you don't know the nigga because that's going to make that nigga mad. You never know. Some niggas don't care, but some niggas might feel played. So they could text the dude and be like, oh, that's you? I used to fuck old girl. Yeah. She a toss. But if you be Not like a toss. a toss, I took it old school. She a motherfucking toss. You don't know how people might react because hey, I'll tell you one thing. Call me no toss. I'll tell you one thing. I don't like to feel played. So I wouldn't do no shit like that. Like if 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 like somebody introduced me to somebody, like it's like say you introduced me to somebody, like me and you aren't that close of friends, but we associates. Right. So say you introduced me, like oh hey Lex, this is my dude, and I just fucked him, and he tried to play me, like oh how you doing Lex? I'm be like, first of all, nigga, I know you. Like you never know how people might react. So don't try to ever act like you don't know somebody because that'll be some hoe ass shit and you never know how people might react. I'm gonna always be like, oh, what's up? Oh, that's the homie. I'm gonna always say the homie. Now, if you choose to ask how we know each other, I'm gonna tell you something. It might Y'all, be the truth. I was truth. on the phone crying when that shit happened to me. I was like, I was like, I didn't know. I, I didn't know I should say anything. Because that nigga couldn't fucking wait to tell that nigga that yeah, he had went on a how... date. That's what happened with me. He couldn't wait to tell the nigga that he had went on a date with me. I was like, what the fuck? We went on a fucking date. Like, it but it was wasn't even a date. Like, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. No, it was that's a what, date. That's what, that's what was, it was weird about date. it. It was a date. We went out to eat. Oh, okay. I just feel it like. It was a date. I just feel like. We know. hung out afterwards, but yeah. it was a day. I just feel like people are really petty, so you never really know what people might do. So And that nigga knew I didn't take him serious. So it was like, what's your beef and what's your issue? Why are you trying to make this into something that right. it's not? I don't know. For me, like I said, if I fucked you and my home and, and who I'm with introduced me to you, just be cool. But I, that goes back into our conversation that we had last week. Niggas love to say that they fucked you or love to be like, oh, I used to fuck with her. So that's on why. Some lame shit. On some lame shit. So that's why I really tread lightly with niggas sometimes. Now, I'm not gonna let you play me because don't get it twisted. I can make you look lame. I can't do that. I'm not you going to. You ain't really got to do much to make these niggas look lame. Exactly. They just be lame. So if you just keep it cool, Already. if you keep it cool, I'm gonna keep it cool. You know what I'm saying? So it's don't be trying to fuck up my new shit with my new nigga. Right, Let me like go I'm not put that out there because I ain't going nowhere, bitch. Like I'm not. I ain't trying, going nowhere. Like I'm not messing with you and your new bitch. So please don't mess with me and my new bitch. So if you see me and my new nigga, just please walk the other way. And especially if I didn't fuck you when we went on a date, you don't know what this pussy do. He not about to leave me. I'm dead. Well, <laughs> for my situation, I definitely gave the pussy up. 
a few times. See, I didn't get a pussy up to the nigga that the dude that I was fucking with knew, and he. But ain't, like, you never know how life ends up. You never yeah, know you're gonna you end know. up fucking you with. Like know. people be friends, people be cool. Like shit happens. I mean, yeah, because I definitely never anticipated that situation happening, yeah. but it happened. Right. And I th- and even when it happened, I didn't think it was gonna be that big of a deal. But obviously, it was a big deal to the nigga I was fucking with. Right. I don't know. I just feel like life be taking you to some places. Like, it's been a situation where I was fucking with a nigga and he introduced me to his friend and his friend slid in my DMs and I ended up liking his friend and me and his friend dated for three years. See, you just a hoe. That's what I'm Well, learning. duh. But I'm saying, That's do what not let these me. niggas block you from your true you love. Just a hoe. He slid in my DMs. He was like, what's up? Y'all, please, queens. <laughs> queens. <laughs> Please don't listen to these hoes. Why? Please. You never know where your do true love is hiding. You never know. Now, I do agree with that. Your true love might be in a relationship right now. Thanks. And it's your job. To go get, he to came, go get him he out came of that and got, He, came he and, needs to be rescued. He came and saved my pussy. He did. He came and like, who girl? I remember the first time. We fucked soon, too. Damn. That was my nigga. I was on his Facebook the other day. You got the pussy up off of GP? I mean, I fucked with him. We had a good conversation. The vibes. You know how we talk about the vibes. But I don't know that vibe. We was it was a good vibe. We were together for three years, bitch. I know that's right. Y'all better be together for Aww, three shout years. Shout out to Lil B. That's my dog. B. Lil B. Lil B. Mm. Girl. Anyways, <laughs> let's let's move on. So I want to talk about. What you want to talk about, sis? You know, being some bad bitches. We're just used to men loving on us and being all up on top of us. And we don't really have to do shit to get some dick. But, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. niggas don't be in the mood or they just not thinking about something. We want to fuck. So as women, how do we initiate sex? And I'll say this. I feel like it's easy to do that in a relationship with somebody you've been fucking. But let's say it's somebody you haven't fucked yet and you ready to get that pussy up. How do you initiate sex? Bitch, I don't know, because I ain't used to having initiate sex. The last nigga that I fucked with like that for real, he played a fucking R. Kelly song for me, and I knew he was ready to fuck. <gasps> niggas be very, niggas be very bold. Let me, I'm going to sing the song. No! <laughs> you fucking not, Lex. I swear to God. Lex, Please. I fucking swear to God, bro. I can't sing the song? I swear to God, I'll fucking kill you if you sing this fucking Aww, song. <laughs> man. It's such a good bop. I swear to God, I'll kill you if you sing that fucking song. Okay, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to sing it. But. how? So how do you initiate? You've never had to initiate sex. No. I. No. Okay, I had so, to really think deep about the shit. Like, no, I haven't ever had to initiate it. Well, I have. But like, if I got to, I will. Well, we're talking about experiences and we're trying to give advice. So I'll tell y'all my story, bitch. Because like I said, let the host speak. Let the host speak. So I definitely. She's reasoning. I have definitely initiated sex more than a few times, bitch. Because. The first time? Yes. Yes. Because I'll say this. I don't know what it is about me. But I feel like sometimes men just. But I've said this before in past episodes. I say this a lot. Every time I meet dudes. I, I'm a relationship girl though. I will say that. But I feel like that's why I've been in so many relationships. They always want to be in a relationship and take things slow and do this. Like they always want to be in a relationship with me. Like I'm not going to lie to you. If I could think about 
10 niggas that I've been with on top, eight of them wanted to have a relationship with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I feel like niggas, sometimes a bitch just want to get fucked. I'm not trying to do all this wine and dine and get to know each other. I'm trying to get some dick. I want your dick in and around my fucking mouth. I want it down my throat. I want that cum in my hair. I want that thumb in my booty hole. Let's get the fuck to it. You know what I mean? So. I know what you're saying. So I be plotting on niggas. I had a situation where this nigga. You a plot? I'm a plotter. I had a situation where this nigga, we had been talking for a while and like going on dates and I just felt like he was just trying to respect me. Stop fucking respecting me. I'm a whore, slut bitch. Treat me as such. Are you fucking serious? I'm serious. <laughs> so. No, I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I don't be wanting to be respected. <laughs> like, oh, nigga, fuck me. Fuck me, please. So I already knew what time it was. So I invited him over, bitch. I was like, let's just chill tonight. You know, mama whipped up a little shum shum. But you knew y'all wasn't about to chill. So you set him up. I set him up. So I cooked a little something. I had liquor. No, fuck the wine. I had liquor, bitch. Like, and I'm playing like Shot. shots. I'm like, oh, let's take a shot. I'm like, let's just, because we Ooh, here tonight. Be I'm about to get some dick tomorrow. Ooh, but I'm telling you, this ladies, listen to me. I need some. If you want some dick and this nigga's shot. being too respectful. Now, I had him over to my house because, like I said, this is somebody that I knew. It wasn't no first date, but we had been on like five or six dates. Bitch, I want some dick. So, brought him over to the house. I think, what were we drinking? say No, no, this this is before say. This was like Nouveau. It, no, it was either Hennessy or Crown. You look like you used to drink Nouveau. Bitch, I did. The fuck? <laughs> I used to be a, a whack like, bitch. You, you look like a four loco. Bitch. I was a whack bitch. I used to go a to La Maria. I used to go. No, 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 not that. I was a whack bitch. I, you know, I was young fucking with niggas with money. I was fucking with the niggas with money. So I used to go to the bar and be like, can I get a, a, a Hulk? I thought I was like grown, you know. Hypnotic. Yes, but I was twenty. Alize, I, I mean, was Henny. Hen, yes. You used to drink Alize. Hell yeah, I used to drink. This was in I'm high school young. though. Yeah, my mom. I was drinking that when I was probably like fourteen though, because my mom used to have it, so I used to drink it out her. I cabinet. used to want to drink Alize though, because I used to watch the Parkers. Yeah, no, I def. I've been, but I told y'all, no lie, I've been drinking since I was like eleven or twelve. Dead ass, no lie. Hey, Drew Barrymore. But I will say, like I said, um, I was a whack bitch. I used to go to the bar and order hooks because I thought that was impressing them because I always fuck with older niggas. I was young, just being stupid. Anyways, but I think we had like Crown. I think it was Crown or Hennessy. It was probably Crown though, because mm. this was around when Crown Apple first came out, bitch. Oh, I remember when that shit first. Came yeah, out. so it, I think it was Crown Apple, bitch. And I just was giving this nigga shots, bitch, shots, shots, getting his ass drunk. And so I was like. It's getting a little hot in here, so bitch. I went to my closet, put on my pajamas, bitch. Like, and when I say pajamas, I just put on some little bitty shorts and a crop top. I am dead. Body everywhere, titties everywhere, ass everywhere, <laughs> bitch. Plotting, he was just like, damn, nigga, get drunk. He like, damn. So I'm like sitting next to him. I'm like, you know, I'm, we just looking, bitch. We just start kissing. And drunk sex really be the best thing. That's how you gotta seduce. I just had to get him Ooh, drunk. I'm over here having flashbacks. I'm getting a little hot in my skin. And I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I still do that. I still do that. I still do that too. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I went to Paris with the, my with my ex boyfriend, like. Paris was our first date, and we hadn't fucked yet. I At this point, we I know. I absolutely. I got think him. the queens know. But what I'm saying is, I absolutely got him drunk because he was not trying to fuck. I absolutely got him drunk. I was like, no, I just flew nine hours. You're about to give me that dick. Like, absolutely. I flew nine hours and you think we ain't about to fuck? <laughs> and he was sleep. Jokes on you. Psych, nigga. Get your ass up. Psych, Mr. Charles. 
<laughs> so yeah, I feel like for me, my method in initiating sex is just get him a little loose, get him a little drunk, and you have to let him know you want him as well. I'm a very when I'm flirty, I'm very touchy. I use my hands a lot. So I'm very sensual with my hands. Yeah. So I'll grab, like when I'm laughing at you, I'm going, <laughs> put my hand on your knee. I'm going to grab your arm a little yeah. bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a beard, I'll probably be rubbing my hands through your face. I mean, I do all of that stuff too, but I guess I just never looked at that as a way of initiating sex. It I absolutely feel like I'm just, is. Well, maybe I do initiate sex then because I just feel like, to me, I'm just kind of flirty and I use body language and like touching and feeling. When you like, touch a man that lets him know know that the gate is open to be touchy with each other i'm not touching you unless i want you to touch me i never touch somebody who if i can put my hands on you baby you can put your hands you better put on your me hand up your skirt. so if i'm touching on you best believe i want you to touch me back you know what i'm saying so i'm always get them drunk and just get a little touchy feeling i'm not saying grab his dick you know what I'm saying? Don't fucking grab a nigga dick. Cause sometimes you you never know. Grab where... that dick if that's what you But no, cause do. nigga, if he grabs now, that's one thing I do do. No, but I'm I saying I'm talking about if this is like a first time. Cause guess what? You don't want a nigga just to grab your coochie. Cause you don't know the vibes yet. You can't just grab I ain't on people. Lie. Dick. I went on a date the first night with a nigga. This was a long time ago. God forbid I shouldn't be talking about this. We went on a date and we ended up fucking. And we was like, he was fingering me in a fucking car. In a limo. What does this have I mean, to do with the initiating set? Not the limo. Oh, fuck. This bitch went on a date in a limo. Y'all know how I feel about no, limos. No, it wasn't a limo. This bitch I went had... on a limo date. Bitch, I didn't. I don't know why I said limo. We that was, nigga pulled We was definitely in an Escalade. It bitch, stop playing with me. on the dot. He in his limo. Cruising the streets. It was not a fucking limo. He had a that, driver, and we was in an Escalade. That nigga showed up with a limo. Or Expedition. What's his name? Ray's limousines from Sister Sister. <laughs> Ray was driving y'all shit. <laughs> Bitch, shut up. It was not no limo. It was a car. It was a regular little car, like a SUV. A limousine? No, it was an SUV. But she got that limousine pussy. I know that's right, bitch. You better. Not every bitch can say she went in a limousine on a date, bitch. You better talk your shit. No, I got race pussy if we don't talk about it. You better don't to talk. Be no, talk about that limousine, bitch. bitch I didn't fuck no nigga in and no then, fucking limousine. When she Stop got, when she got the limousine, y'all, they, she, they had the rose there. Y'all know how they got the champagne glasses in the limousine. They got that in the race, too. Did they have the, the little uh, and the an lights, umbrella. The lights was on. They got lights in a rape, too. Bitch, you was in a limousine. You don't got a lot of us. Bitch, I'm not lying to y'all, but I never fucked no nigga in no limousine. I don't know why I said that. Because he was in a limousine. Girl, leave me the fuck alone, but I definitely fucked in a rape. So, okay, so I feel like to initiate sex, for me, you definitely... Don't stop playing with me. You definitely have to be touchy-feely, but don't sexually harass them. A little tap on the arm, a little rub of the face... Definitely get some alcohol going. And to me, I just always go in for the kill. Like, I'll get real close to your face, and we're talking. So I'll kiss you. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I've never been in a situation where I've initiated sex, and he was just like, nah, I'm going to get fucked. One thing about Lex pussy, this pussy is always going to get fucked. I know it. <laughs> you better fucking know. That thing let me ran through. Oh, you got me <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Wait, why was I laughing about? I seen, uh, I was going through my pictures the other day. This is off topic, but I was, it was that uh, video that Wale had posted on his page of us dancing a workout. 
pole dancer, I mean. And you was like, oh, people was like, you was laughing so hard. You was like, bitch, everybody think that you got a pad on, but it's just your pussy. That thing fat Garfield. See, that y'all don't so even know. We got an inside joke. All her friends call her pussy Garfield because it's All, so fat. One. Like, it's scary fat. Don't say that. It is. It's not, like, I ain't going to lie. If I was scary. a nigga, I would be scared to eat it because I feel like he's going to eat me. Bitch, please. <laughs> I ain't that. Real niggas know what to do with it. Uh-huh. I would be scared because I feel like that thing going to eat my face. I'm fucking dead. It is not it's, that bad. No, it is. It's fat. It's fat. It's fat. I got that thing juicy. It's poking. You know what I'm saying? Like fofos. What Cardi said, she got something about a fat bitch pussy. I really do got a fat bitch pussy. No, you do. You got a fat bitch pussy. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That shit crazy as hell. So let us know how y'all initiate sex. Are there any tips that y'all can give us? Because, you know, we like to learn every day. I don't want to learn because I don't want to initiate sex. If you want this pussy, come get no, but this pussy. Somebody said this, and this is before I got my Twitter suspended. I can't remember who said it, but... Sometimes men want to feel wanted, you know. Like, you can feel wanted, but you need to let me know that you want me first. No, but you niggas, feel- no, but niggas are gonna niggas let because we don't hit on men. Men hit on us. And now that I think about it, I remember who said that. Men. <laughs> <laughs> Since you trying to be low, men. I sure remember who said that because I remember seeing it. Men, and I was like, Ooh. <laughs> I'm a beat. Your motherfucking ass, bitch. <laughs> so, anyways, like I was saying, I feel like oh, that's right. You know, it's just like you don't want to you you don't want to give 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 all the time in, in a relationship. Like do just you. like men take us out, they do mm. this and they do that, which they're supposed to do. But I feel like if I'm in a relationship, I'm gonna take you out to dinner. I'm gonna mm. buy you something every now and then. You know, whatever. But if we're in a relationship, then we probably already been fucking. It's not about to be the first time that we fuck. So that's what I'm saying. No, if we're but even if somebody other, that you did, if we're fucking with each other, I don't have no issue initiating sex once we're already to that. Like once we done got past the initial first sex situation right. i don't have no problem but initiating sex. You. i'm saying i've never really initiated sex the first time with a nigga no because i need to know that you want me and i need to know right. that you want this and, I, and, and that's cool. i'm not trying to just put it on you and put it in your face and that's cool but Whoa. i'm but i'm also talking to face. the 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 but. listeners there's women out there who have probably been in a relationship for three years and they never initiate sex I'm talking to those women. Well, right y'all now. some weirdos. Yeah, because some some people don't do be in relationships, and the women they do not initiate sex. They only fuck when their man wants nah, to. Now, when I get drunk, I'm about to come put this pussy on. Yeah, you. but I feel like it's okay to be like, let that nigga know you want his dick. Especially like I said, if I if you if we done been on a couple dates and I like you and you ain't made the move yet, I have absolutely no problem. Because like I said, sometimes men want to be gentlemen, but sometimes I don't want to be respected every day. Call no. me a bitch. Call me a bitch. Slap me. Yeah, like disrespect the fuck out of me. Tell me I ain't shit. Whew. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting hot flashes. So, yeah, let us know how y'all feel about initiating sex and what tips do y'all use. Oh, so now we can get to the good part. The, the bed. Hey. The bed. Hey. The temperature's rising. Temperature's rising. Go ahead. I, I started it for you. I wanted you to finish. I don't know. For the girls. Oh, never mind. Okay, so I try. I want to talk about anal sex and training your asshole. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never, I've never had anal sex before. Me either. But I, I tried to prepare myself for it because I thought Same. I was with a person and I thought I wanted to do it, but I backed out. So I want to talk because a lot of I've had sex with guys before, and he was like, "Well, I would hope." Can I finish my damn thoughts? You said I, I had sex with guys I've had before. sex got, with guys before, and they were like, 
oh baby, I'm about to put it in your ass. Or you know, get that get that ass ready for me. Blah blah blah. But what y'all have to realize you can't just have anal sex. You can't just awake you can't just like be mid sex and be like, oh I wanna stick it in your ass. It doesn't work like that. You gotta prepare that bunghole. So tell tell me how you prepared your booty hole. Um, so I never had anal sex before either, but I definitely stay ready so I ain't gotta get ready. So I got butt plugs. Mm-hmm. And I be wearing them hoes to the grocery store and shit. Yeah. I got one in right now. Yeah. So So I always just stay ready. So I ain't gotta get well, ready. Well for me, at this point, I've lived. But I also just like the way it feels. Right. Like, and it's kinda like I don't know, I'm weird. Like I'm kinda one of those people where it be like it's exciting to me to go places and to do shit. And it's like, I know something you don't know. Like, right. I kind of got, like, right. this shit in my ass. You I'm don't even know. <laughs> well, for me, I'll say this. Um, I, de- I, I definitely don't walk around with butt plugs. I do. <laughs> but, I do. But I'll say for me, I at this point in my life, I've had dick in every hole possible. I've had dick. I've rubbed dick. In your nose? You know, when you rubbing that dick around your mouth, it kind of goes in your nose a little bit, sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. I've had, you know, I'm not being funny. It's a true story. My ex-boyfriend, it used to be funny when his dick was soft. So, I used to like, when it was soft, I used to play with it and I would sing into it like a mic. And I'll be like, I can't hear you. And I'll put the, his dick up to my ear. And it was so, you know, oh, you brother. had to be there, bro. It was funny. Oh, you know? no, I didn't need to. I actually so did So his dick there. didn't actually go in my ear, but I used to definitely hold his dick up to my ear. Like, I've literally had dick on every inch of my body. There's not one dick. Yo, toe? Every inch of my body. I've had dick everywhere. So I feel Under like. Under your armpit. And I, remember I told you that story about that man? Well, I don't know if he ever put his dick there. I think he probably beat it on. Yeah. Remember I told you about that guy that used to like to make out with my armpit? He used to like to make out with my armpit. He was a little different. But he, at the time, that was my boo. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, um, so for me, I feel like my asshole, that's just one thing I guess I'll have to say for either somebody I'm super, super fucking with or maybe my husband. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was in a situation where I thought I was going to be having anal sex. So I did, first thing is you have to do an enema. You have to clean that booty hole because you cannot just stick something in your booty hole, especially if you took a shit that day. Because there might be some (laughs) left... Left back some hole. particles. There might be some particles, some some kids left in the pool that need to be taken out. Ooh. So you have to do an enema. You cannot just have. Let me tell you something, because when you it, it, it's a muscle, okay? So it spans that booty hole. So everything that's in there is gonna fall out, bitch. So you have to make sure that whole anal canal is fucking clean, okay? Step one, we're giving y'all, we're teaching y'all how to train that booty hole and get ready for Even anal Even though we sex. haven't did it, we still trying to let y'all, we trying to give y'all the game. Yeah, because I feel like I was definitely ready to have anal sex. So I definitely have done an enema to my booty yeah. before because I thought I was about to and get And I'll tell anal. you why I didn't have the anal sex. I thought I was about to get anal. I mean, I thought I was about to get fucked in the ass. I was about to get fucked. Like, he put the tip in, but I just feel like I wasn't, I didn't stretch that booty hole out enough because it was so you painful. You gotta use butt plugs. That's no, well, I was you. using the anal beads. So The beads don't, you gotta use the plugs. Well, no, but what I'm saying is I was using the anal beads at first because my friend, she loves anal sex. Shout out to Candy. 
Shout out to hey, Candy. So um, she was telling me do anal beats first, and then she was telling me then graduate to the butt plugs or whatever. I did so, the plugs first. Maybe I'm just a freak. Well, no, I mean I feel like you can do the plugs at first, but like I said, but you gotta I'm just, start with a smaller. Yeah, one. you gotta small start with a small one. But I just decided to do the beads or whatever. So I did the beads or whatever, and they were fine. You know, she was like, you know, just. Pull, pull them in, pull them out, keep pulling them in and pulling out, you know. And we actually used to do the beano, anal beats together. Like, we were playing with the anal beats together, and it was fun because it would turn me on. I was like, bitch, I'm ready for that dick. Like, I was like, put that motherfucker in because this shit feel good. But that's how I feel about anal plugs. That's why it's crazy to me that you never did an anal plug because it's like, they be having the cute ones that be having, like, the little rhinestone Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can leave it but in while is, you fucking a nigga, and he likes to look at it while he hitting it from no, the No, I know that, shit. but what I'm saying is, I was supposed to do the butt plugs but I never got to it because mm. I was just so ready like yeah because I was using the the beads for probably like three or four days and then when we finally started having sex we were playing with anal beads and I'm just like we're not gonna do it tonight but the bees were feeling so good I'm like fuck it let's do it yeah baby he stuck that tip in I must have screamed bloody my Bitch, I didn't know what to do. I said, no, ma'am. So, <laughs> if you ever try anal, please make sure that booty hole is good and It needs to juicy. be lubed up, too, though. Ju- that's why I just said it needs to be good and juicy, and it needs to be stretched out a bit, bitch. No, but even when I had had a butt plug in and I thought I was ready to get anal, I still wasn't ready. But, like, honestly, ladies, and here's a little tip, you know, spice things up in your bedroom. Even if you're not really ready for anal, you could just wear the butt plugs. Like, they cute, and it's like a good little aesthetic situation. Yeah, it like, is cute. They just love to see that shit in your booty hole from yeah, the back. Hey, when they hitting in front of the back, like, you riding in front of the back. You know what be lit as fuck? What? Lady, if you just had a butt plug in, he don't even know it, bitch. So you just turn over and bust that thing. Oh, but that's, what I be, but that's what I be well, doing. Well, no, I'm saying, oh, I mean, sometimes... You some women probably like put it in, you know, and they're playing with it because a lot of times couples use toys. Together. Oh yeah, yeah, you could play with it so, first and stuff too. But it's sometimes it's just like dope as fuck for like if y'all about to fuck and that nigga don't even know you got that shit in and you just bust, bust that it thing on. open and, and bend over and he about to hit that shit from the back and he be like, damn, where that rhinestone heart came from? And, and I think it'll be cute if you get something that have little messages on it and it'll say, hey boo. <laughs> Oh, or you can get one with his name on Oh, bitch, that would be lit. I'm about to, I'm going to do that for my next And move. then you got to get the vibrating ones, too. Now, I don't have a vibrating one yet, but I heard the vibrating ones are good, too, because it's good stimulation for the man oh, and the woman. Oh, I would imagine. Because since it's inside your butt, and if it's vibrating, it's gonna you can feel it, and, and he, he can, can feel, feel it, it when he's stroking. I'm going to get me one, bitch. You need to get you a vibrating one. But still try I'm to- get me one for my birthday. But still, I'm about- Matter of fact, that's going to be my birthday. I give to you. Well, you got to get it before my birthday because I'm getting want, fucked on my birthday. I want you, the vibrate one. Okay, I'm about you to vibrate. You don't want a cute little middle one too, just so you can wear it. You can give me both, bitch. Because I'm telling you, you ain't never did it, but you gonna like to wear that shit. Just like I, well, I mean, I would imagine so. Bitch, I be wearing anal plugs to the fucking grocery store. I be in that bitch getting my corn and shit. Not the corn, bitch. Well, I would imagine that it would feel good because, get like I said, cabbage. the anal beats felt good while we were fucking. Niggas be talking to me. I be like. <laughs> The anal beats felt good while we were fucking. So I, and then of course everybody likes to thumb in their butt while they're fucking. So I would imagine that the butt plug it feels, feels good. so good, and it just be like funny because it's like you be walking around with it, and people just be holding conversations with you, and you just be like, "I have a butt plug in, sir." <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. This is a it be funny as fuck. It really do. And Dre like, at the make, like, and like your pussy be wet the whole time because it's like it's stimulation. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna want to walk around the grocery store with a wet pussy. But I, so also, I probably won't join but I, those. But I also have my coochie pierced. 
So clearly, and I, I, I like shit like that. Yeah. When I, first I had to take my, mine out. I didn't like mine. Because when I, I first got my shit. pussy pierced, now now that my, I think now that my vagina is used to it and it's immune to it, yeah. it doesn't happen to me anymore. But when I first got it, my pussy definitely used to be wet all the time. And I'm telling you, like, it'll like get if turned I'm walking the wrong around, way. If I'm walking around with a butt plug, I'm definitely getting some dick that night. Like, I just. I, don't get me wrong, I do like to masturbate, but like I masturbated last night and I'm like, after I got done, I'm like, fuck, I need some dick. Like, I be needing a man on But top that's of why me. I don't really be masturbating. That's why when we had that conversation or that episode where we talked about masturbating, I don't really masturbate like that anymore because it's pointless. But- I be rubbing the fuck out my coochie. My coochie be like, it's you again, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they be like, why are you here? Hello, <laughs> it's me. I be like, hey, girl. <laughs> no, I can't because it's like, I be horny as fuck. Only time I'll really play with my pussy i'm not gonna lie it be bedtime <laughs> when black panther come on y'all y'all it know i'm about time. to rub my coochie y'all know when i'll be putting black Bitch, panther now on. i'll never now the next time you fucking, <laughs> i swear to god the next time you fucking put that shit on the, on your story i'm gonna block you you <laughs> block when black panther come on y'all know what time it is me and coochie going to party Bitch, i feel offended i did not want to know that I thought you just thoroughly enjoyed watching black cinema. Bitch, was, you know what? T'Challa does something to my coochie, bitch. Goddamn, you fucking judge You probably named your vibrator T'Challa. Oh, bitch. Oh, I'll fuck the shit out of T'Challa. Not Chadwick, because he seemed a little corny, but I need him to come at you me with that. You actually had said you like Chadwick. So I, I do, but that. I'm saying, but T'Challa is so much better with that accent. He can definitely get these I don't like. I don't like this shit. I love me a thick Nigerian Accent. I like me a thick Nigerian dick. I don't know about the accent. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so back to what we were saying. Um, so the th- the steps are one, enema, clean the booty hole. Two, start with the anal beads or something small, right, and then plug. three, do the plugs. Yeah, and then number four, get that dick. Get the dick, but go go slow, bitch. Don't don't ram it in there. Don't ram it in there because she can. She, <laughs> sorry y'all. She can get ugly. <laughs> she can get fucking ugly. Bitch. Okay, so now we. I've been waiting for this. Let's go to the bop. Hey, the bop. Hey, the bop. Hey, wop 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 wop. Do the bop. Hey, remix. A wop 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 bop. A wop a wop wop bonies hoes. Bop bop bonies hoes. I can't do street with new bops on these hoes. What? Hit the wop on these hoes. Bop, bop on these hoes. You a bop on these hoes. Stop, stop on these hoes. Drop, knock on these hoes. Drop, drop on these hoes. Hot top on these hoes. Ha! Okay. Okay, we done. <laughs> okay, so what's your bop of the week? My bop of the week is out the mud. Okay. Finally. My little baby. And f- bitch, first of all, first of all, bitch, you got, in the words of my nigga, baby, and shout out to baby, because he won his, be his first. Award this week, BT Award Shout for Best New Artist. Shout out to Lil Baby. Bitch, first of all, you got me fucked up. I be having the vibes. Um, <clears throat> Out the Mud is my bop this week. It's by Lil Baby and Future. If you haven't heard it, bitch, go listen to it because you missing the fuck out. It's a hit. But Whatever little baby on at this point, whatever QC doing at this point is about. Okay, so shout out to little baby. He definitely did get that award, so that that's huge. 
So yeah, um, shout out to little baby. So um, shout out baby. I actually had somebody had hit me up and asked me because I love Afro beats. I love Nigerian music. I love all that shit. Cause every time I'm like in the mirror, I'm cooking. You know, you play the music in the background. I tend Dude. to play. Yeah. So somebody was like, man, can you put me on your little music? Cause I know you be bopping and shit. So I'm gonna start giving y'all some little Afro beat type music. So my bop of the week, I actually have two. My first one is called Flashy by Malik Berry. When I tell you Malik Berry is one of my favorite artists, like he is so dope. He makes really good music. So if you liked If and Fall by Davido, you will love Malik Berry because he has really, really good music. So my first bop of the week is called Flashy by Malik Berry. So um, shout out to him. He makes a bunch of feel good music. Um, ooh, Damn, I actually got three bops of the week. I'm sorry, y'all. It's been three. a it's been a lot of good songs that's dropping this week. Bitch, stop playing with it. Okay, so this song didn't drop this week, but I was uh, YG. Y'all know I just got back from LA. They was playing "In the Dark" by YG like crazy. This is a super Cali record, and that motherfucker just hard. I'm in the dark, in the dark, in the dark, in the dark. So shout out to uh, YG. He said in the song that he liked dark bitches, but we all know that's a lie. I'm not gonna be shy with <laughs> So, uh, some light skin exactly. But shout I mean, out not to, that there's nothing wrong with you light skin hoes. It ain't nothing wrong with, and he has his preference. But quit lying, YG. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but in the dark is a fucking bop. I love the record. So I'm excited about this because I love this kid, and I feel like he's dope. Do you? And I feel like a lot of people just be counting people out when they have their first song be such a major hit. So y'all know Lil Nas X had Old Town Road. Of course, we all know the fucking record. Now, I'm not going to lie. When I first heard this record, it was way back in like December for the first time. And then like nobody was paying attention to it. And I said something to Dre about it. I said, oh, I want to make this my bop of the week, but people are going to think I'm weird. And then I wanted us to make a video to it. And I just never did it because I was just like, damn, people going to think we're like lame. But the song ended up blowing up. I'm gonna take my horse. So Lil Nas X dropped his EP this week, and it's actually fire. I heard. I haven't listened to it. Fire. So he has two records on there that are bananas. Like Panini is fire. Panini. Hey Panini. Don't you wanna mean it? It's a it's a good song. Is it a um like um a country song? No, it's not a country song. Oh. So he has the record called Panini. Panini is fucking flames. This is actually my favorite song on the EP. And then he has another song with Cardi B called Rodeo. And that hoe is fucking fire. Like, both of the records are really good. Cardi B, of course, killed her verse. Um, and I just feel like I'm, I'm rooting for Lil Nas. He's young, new in the game, and I feel like it's refreshing to see an artist just do whatever the fuck he, they want to do. He has a rock record on the EP, another country song on the EP. It's just dope. So shout out to Lil Nas X. Those are my three bops of the week or four or whatever. All right. So what you got? What you mean what I got? I just told you what my bop No, I'm talking was. about for the, the questions. It's oh, question I thought you wanted to go first. Oh, I mean, I can go but first. But I'll go first. I'll okay. go first. So, hmm. My question for this week. So, is for, well, this is for anybody that's tuning in for the first time. Okay. Um, this is the Ask Poor Minds segment. So y'all can email us questions, uh, topics, whatever. But this is our segment where you can ask us advice and we answer on the podcast. So you can email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. So go ahead. Okay. So my first question is called, do I 
or do I not deal? Ooh. And she said, please don't say my good old name. So I won't say your we name. We got sis. you, our good sis. We just gonna call you T. So she said, hey, booze. I have been in the predicament of all predicaments. I'm not sure how to help with that yet. <laughs> Damn, she not asking you, bitch. She asking us. Y'all heard her little Siri thing in the background? Y'all, I got a Google Fiber, and they hold be tripping. But anyways, so she said, hey, booze. I've been in a predicament of all predicaments. My best friend introduced me to her ex. We'll get into why I put quotations in a cute second. About four years ago, him and I got extremely cool and us three would group text and hang out together when my best friend was in town. She lives two hours away. About two years ago, he began to flirt with me and text me outside of the group text. I was curving him strong until he asked me why I was treating him that way. I explained to him that she told me he was her ex and I just can't fuck with it. His response was, when did I date her? Let me call her now. This is where it gets messy. He called her on group FaceTime with me, and she strongly claimed that she had no idea where I got that from. <gasps> strongly after, Shortly after this conversation, she decided to go off on both of us via text, claiming that we were fake and saying she isn't stressing for any friends. I dismissed her outburst while he completely ignored her and cut all ties. About a year ago, he asked me if I wanted to go to the circus with him. In parentheses, our daughters went as well, and we began to text more. I really like this man, and we're quote unquote dating now, but I'm still trying to decide if this is really what I want to do. Is my best friend just hating because he friends on her? Should I leave him the fuck alone? Confused as fuck. She a hater, she a hater, and you hate to see it, bitch. You now, hate to see it. Now let me, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you how this can get real messy. Though you hate now, to see I will say this: you did everything you were supposed to do. You did absolutely nothing wrong except be a bad bitch, sweetie. So you have nothing Ooh. seriously because honestly, as soon as he said something to you, you called her, you let her know what the deal was. She played herself by trying to make it seem like they were more than what they were. What the fuck I look like telling Drea on oh, me and this nigga kicking it, and then he tried to holler at Drea. She be like, uh, well, he tried to fuck with me. I, that's her fault. She should have never lied to you. So at the end of the day, if you really like him and he like, look, stop letting people block your blessings. Now this is still your friend. Yeah. So y'all should sit down and have a conversation about it, but just let her know. We don't have to talk about him. He doesn't have to be around us. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just letting you know, this is who I'm dating. And that I needs mean, to be what it is. I 100% agree with you. Cause I feel like at the end of the day, you don't have no control over who a nigga like. Like if a nigga like, if a nigga like a bitch, <laughs> sorry y'all, y'all know we be arguing y'all. <laughs> if a nigga, if a nigga like a bitch, he gonna like a bitch. Right. If he don't like her, he don't like her. That's not your problem. And if they never had nothing going on, like they never fucked, they never went on a date, nothing. You're not wrong for dating somebody because your friend like him. A bitch liking somebody, okay, she like them. And honestly, once something reaches, but if you and this person really have like a connection and right. a bond. Your friend, if she's a good friend, she will step outside of her ego and let you and outside do it. Of, and outside of herself and her pride and just be like, okay, damn, they really got a bond. They really fuck with each other. Yeah, yeah. I did like that nigga, but he didn't want me. And it's like, he, and even if he's not with your best friend, I mean, even if he's not with you, he's still not going to be with her. So you're not doing anything wrong. What's that saying? Even if it wasn't me, it, it still, still wouldn't be you. you. And I'll say this. 
Now, I feel like every set of friends, we all have that one nigga or those two or three niggas that are off limits. Yeah, but niggas is only right. off limits if I fucked with Right, that right, nigga. and I agree. But what I'm saying is, and honestly, if you did fuck with that nigga, if he's not on the off limits list, after five, four or five years, bitch, that's free game. He really free game. <laughs> that's free game. Y'all know how we feel about it. <laughs> if Dre, honestly, if Dre fucked with a nigga four or five years ago and he's not on that list, I'm going to say, oh, bitch, why, oh, what's the name trying to holler at me? And if I fuck with a bitch, Dre is not gonna block me from fucking somebody that she used to fuck with five years ago. Now I, I will mean, because there's certain niggas right now who we be talking about and laughing about, and I be like, bitch, I wouldn't give a fuck if you fucked with that. Exactly, nigga. like you know, what I saying? just wouldn't. But it's certain niggas that let right. you know. No matter if it been thirty years, bitch, we could be damn near one foot in the grave. Bitch, she know she bet not fuck that. Yes, niggas. we at, we have our list of like. But I feel like everybody on each other's list, like, I would never fuck nobody on your list. And you would never fuck nobody on my list. Absolutely not. But I feel like everybody has their list of, like, okay, girl, this is a no-go. But like I said, she never fucked with him. And for him to call her on three-way, bitch, you should be embarrassed. You should be shoving. She should be shoving that nigga in your direction at this point. Because he called you on three-way and was like, baby, that pussy ain't mine. I want this pussy. So at the end of the day, you're not in the wrong, sister. Get your man. Enjoy it. But... I feel like you should have a conversation with your friend and <laughs> you should have a conversation with your friend, but at the end of the day, do what makes you happy. You only give one life. You only get one life. Live it for yourself. You can't live your life for other people. Yeah, so do what can. makes you happy. I agree with this. I do. So man, I'm going to let you read the next one. Cause I want to read the last one. You want me to read the next one? Too? Yeah. I'm sorry. Y'all we're going to do three questions today. Cause this last one is crazy to me. So go okay, ahead. so this next one is from King Rebellion. He didn't say don't say his name. So he I said, think it's a girl. or her name. Okay. So she's, he or she said, should I play my role or should I just let it go? I've been dealing with a younger man for the last year and some change. We started out as fuck buddies and moved to being in a relationship. And once we moved in together, it went downhill. The relationship became very toxic and violent. Eventually we broke up, but remained in contact and it's still a toxic situation. But I love him and doing all that I can to hold on to him. Now we're at a point where he's dating someone new along with other girls. And I can't lie, it hurts that we can't get it together and just be a couple. He recently just agreed to have a baby with me, but also through hints, that he's not going to stop messing with other girls. And I'm kind of at the point where I'm thinking I should just play my role and take what part of him that I can. So my question oh my is, I should leave, should I leave him or should I stick it out and have his baby and see what happens next? Mind you, there's an age difference and I'm thinking I should just let him have his fun for now until he gets it out of his system. The most beautiful makeup of a woman is passion because medics are easier to buy. You have to, that's her terrible. Oh, sorry. Okay, so why First did you say, all, oh my God? Because, sister... You just said you were in a violent and toxic relationship with this person. Why you want to have Why a baby? Why would you bring a baby into this? Now, I'm not judging you, but yeah. I'm just telling you. Because I've been in toxic, I've been in abusive relationships. And that's nothing. It's not going to make it better. So having a baby, that should be the last. You just need to let this situation go. Because once you said that the situation got violent, you shouldn't even be wanting to be in contact with this person. <clears throat> Whether it was you hit him or he hit you, violent. You don't want to be with somebody that brings out a side of you that you don't like or a side of that person. 
that they don't like. I can agree because I've been in crazy situations with dudes. I've been in like toxic situations, but I can honestly say I've been fortunate enough to never be in a situation where a guy has put his hands on me. But I feel like if a nigga ever put his hands on me, I'm damn sure not about to think about having your baby. Well, I mean, I'll say this. You can't judge people. No, 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 no. I'm not judging. Right, no, no. But I'm saying we... I'm just speaking from my perspective and my opinion. And I just feel like if somebody put their hands on you already... Why would you not think that if you bring a child into this world with them, you leave that child alone with them, why would you not think they wouldn't put their hands on your child? And I'll say this. It sounds so cliche, but love does make you do crazy things. But I'll say this. Well, I know that. I'll tell you this, sister. Do not ever... In your motherfucker, yeah, I'm cursing at you because if you a poor, if you a poor girl, you a bad bitch. So you know better than that. Do not ever settle for part of somebody. Okay, the fact that you even said, should I just take what part of him that I can? No, you never take a piece of somebody. You get a hundred percent of somebody or nothing because that's what you deserve as a woman. You don't deserve no less than a hundred percent. So if you can't get a hundred percent. Of a person, don't take nothing at all. Right. And then the fact that y'all have a toxic and violent relationship, that's no situation to bring a child into. Yeah. So I just feel like this is a situation that you need to completely let go and it's not healthy. And the fact of the matter is you're not going to get 100% of him. This baby is not going to bring y'all together. From the beginning of time, we have seen women and men try to have babies with people to keep them. And it doesn't work. A man is gonna, a baby is not gonna save a relationship, and a man is gonna do what a man is gonna. It's do. only gonna make it more complicated. Exactly. If you wanna be honest. So for my advice, please let this shit go. Do not play your role because that's not a role that you want to play, sister. It's your lane. I agree, sis. You could do can. better. You can and do better. I just, you, bitch, you a poor girl. You the, know what I'm saying? The poor girls and the poor boys, y'all know better. Y'all know better because we some bad bitches and we some fly niggas. Y'all know that. I just we feel just like I'm praying, fly niggas. Yeah, I'm praying for you, sister. Uh, uh, uh. I'm praying for you, sister, and I really hope that you get through this situation. But like I said, so yeah, I'm sorry, sis. I was trying to make light of the situation because I, I don't like talking about like deep shit. I just but, feel like it's a know. situation that you should definitely. It's gonna take time. It's gonna be hard, but don't ever accept part of anybody. Period. Like. When you type that out, I hope you felt something when you type that. Like, because sometimes you have to say things to yourself. Like, that don't even sound right for me to be like, should I take part of the part of him that I can? No, you no, should No, you should never not. take part of nobody. I mean, now, if that's what you, not if, if, if you get to a point in your life where it's like, it's certain shit that you just want and that's what you want and you're able to cut emotional ties from that, a situation. That's not this, though. That's But that's what I'm saying. That's different. Yeah. But... It sounds like you're very much emotionally involved with this situation and then you're thinking that bringing a baby into the situation is going to save the relationship and it's not. If this person is already being toxic and violent towards you, like I said previously, um, who's to say that he won't be toxic and violent towards your kid when you're not around? And, and we see that, shit like, in the media every day where women killed. be leave, women get killed and women be leaving their kids around men who are unfit fathers and they be killing kids. Killing so kids. it's like, how would you feel if you brought a child into this world and you leave him around, leave him or her around 
this man because they're their father but this man is a toxic and violent person and then he do some shit to your child and you ain't gonna never be able to re- to forgive yourself mm-hmm. we just gotta make smarter decisions i feel like you know what you need to do with that situation like if you needed me and lex validation well now you got it but i feel like you always knew you, and always you know knew. now for sure what you need to do with this well i'm not gonna read this person's name this is actually a really long letter and the reason we're doing three today because when i first read it i was like i have to read this on the show this is probably probably for me the craziest letter that we've got to date just because it's for just for personal reasons okay so like i said this is a long one so just bear with me y'all and he kind of smart he used big words and y'all know i can't read and she's wrong so it says First, let me say I was extremely hesitant and with extreme reservations writing this because of who you know and six degrees of separations all people have. Also, just the fear of being exposed. Consequently, I felt compelled because I'm a fan of the podcast from way back when it was Wind Down Wednesdays. This past weekend, Lex P, you were out clubbing with a woman that I truly believe in my heart I will always love. I remember you said in one of your episodes that a guy friend of yours got mad as you were expressing your honesty about going on dates with lames, but it always, but it always seemed to come back to you and him that he's your soulmate. I do agree with you on many levels on that. There are people in your life that you will always love. You will always chase. And in spite of the people they may be talking to dealing with, or even married to, you will always have a place for that person. I found that soulmate. That girl still haunts my dreams to this day. Should I say her name? Sure. At Nita Jones. Now, wait. Let me pause in the middle of the letter. Nita, I was with Nita in L.A. this weekend. Nita is my friend. We've been friends for about 10 years now. So that's why this is so crazy to me. This is my friend from when I was 18, 19 years old. Okay, back to the letter. This is a woman I have known since I was 16. She is perfection. My inspired space the air what is so weird about this relationship is that our connection has always been something that i could not define years of missed opportunities and cross paths we never got the chance to be official consequently every woman i have chosen after her has been a comparison to her as our lives branched in different directions we always seem to cross paths down the line she has been the inspiration behind many of of pieces of art I now create. The feelings I have for her have only grown, compounded, and rose, then compartmentalized, Mm. compacted, confined to a portion of my soul. Mm. Yes. I keep her close. Her well-being is a constant part of my thought process. Consequently, we speak once every few years. Every word I speak now, she knows this is me. And she will always have a piece of my heart. So I wonder if having a connection with someone that never seems to dissipate the same as them being your soulmate. Mm. As I have said before, our lives have grown in different directions. Now this where it get juicy, y'all. At this point, I have been married for almost 10 years. Mm -hmm. I love my wife, three daughters. I also do agree with your weekly saying on poor minds. Yes, all men cheat, even me. Keep it real, brother. I I have before, yes, but I always have been a believer on one thing. A man who can't control his dick is a master of nothing in his life. Woo! 
That's some deep shit. I feel you sound like a deep brother. I feel no arrogance in saying I have been with my fair share of women, from hood chicks to creeping with NFL player wives. Yes, I know scandalous shit. All the bullshit you do when you're young. Moreover, not every woman is worth giving dick to, no matter how fine they are. Going down a short life of hoe years, one night stands, fine chicks, all, had, all of it has come down to comparison to one woman. There has only been one woman even equal or close to her, and I married her. So he's saying. Yeah. The woman that was the closest to her, he married Damn, her. bro, this is making me sad. It ain't making me sad. I just wish I Wait, I wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Finally, if I can say, if anyone was my soulmate, anyone that can satisfy the sapiosexual person I am, it's her. I love him. So my question to poor minds, is it possible to be in love with one woman, but also have a part of your heart still rest in another? Or I'm a, just a dog ass nigga who needs to shut the fuck up and quit holding on for nothing. Thanks. P.S. I love y'all show. I love y'all. Y'all are so fucking dope. Thank Keep you. putting out good content. Also, one more thing, Lex. The reason I referenced Six Degrees of Separation, you mentioned the name of Billy Sorrells on your timeline. Shout out to Billy. Oh, shit. I don't know if I want to read this. <laughs> I, I can't read this part. Why? <laughs> I'm going to read it because it's messy. I'm not about to say that because I fuck with Billy, so we're not going to read that part. So, okay. so um, basically his question is, can you love somebody and, or is he just a dog ass nigga? So what do you think? I feel like it's absolutely 100% possible to be in love with more than one person at one time. It's 100% okay to love a person who did you wrong and you still have feelings for them. It's 100% okay to supposedly have moved on to a new relationship and you still love a person that you were in a previous relationship with. Like, to me, that's life. Sometimes you can't control your emotions. Sometimes I feel like as humans, we do what we feel like we need to do for our healing, for like our personal healing. So sometimes you be feeling like, oh, this person dogged me out or this person did me wrong. So it's in my best interest or what I'm expected to do is to move on from this situation. Like I'm supposed to move on. I'm supposed to get me a new person. I'm supposed mm -hmm. to date a new person. But, and not saying that, that Nita ever dogged you out or whatever the situation is, but I'm just saying sometimes I feel like in life it's expected of us to we're supposed to move on. Like, we're supposed mm -hmm. to date other people. But people don't be understanding. Soul ties are real. Very. When very. You have soul, on it. When you have soul ties with people, that is some real shit. And it's inescapable. I've had soul ties with people. I kind of got a soul tie with somebody right now. And right. it's like, I be wanting to get the fuck rid of that nigga. Because he done did some hoe ass shit to me. But it's like sometimes when you just be having those type of connections co connections and bonds with people. And it's like people in my life who don't understand it. Lex don't be understanding it. But I also don't understand soul ties that she got with people in her life. So it's like. I just, soul ties just necessarily aren't romantic. Sometimes they're friendships. Sometimes too. it's just friendships. But I'm speaking on romantic shit right now. Yeah. And I just feel like. It's definitely possible. You're not wrong. You're not no dog-ass nigga. Because I feel like maybe you were so in love with this person and you felt like that she wasn't in love with you in that way. So you feel like you needed to move on and you met somebody who you thought compared, right. but they're not that person. And now you kind of regret your decision, maybe. So this is my advice to you. Did so, you read his name, though? Yeah, I don't want to read his name okay, out loud. Okay. So um, my first thing, I just want to commend you for your honesty. Because a lot of times... 
niggas will be this be in a situation like this and they'll just act on their feelings and people get hurt. So I commend you for even recognizing your feelings in that. So with that being said, in this situation, because I know Nita and she is an amazing person. Like everything that you said about her, I'm not surprised that you feel this way about her. Because like I said, really? I'm, yes, I've known her for 10 years. Like she's an amazing person. Somebody feeling this way about her is not a fucking surprise to me at all. Like that's just who she is. She's a beautiful person. So it's a little complicated because you've been married for 10 years. You know, you have kids. So I'll say me just being honest. I feel like this is probably something that if the feeling isn't mutual, like you, cause I wouldn't say ever just leave your wife and try to get what Nita. I'm not saying that, but I feel like at this point, if there's nothing like you and Nita don't talk that much and I feel like it's, it may be something fun, but I feel like this probably needs to be for the better of everybody kind of just let go. You know what I mean? Cause like I said, there's some soul ties that your soul is tied to this person, but it doesn't need to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I know my soul, like, my soul is tied to a person, and I love him, but I know that I need to break that shit. I know I do. You know what I'm saying? And I've come to peace with that. It's hard, but that's what I'm kind of going through right now, you know, is breaking that soul tie with this person or attempting to, trying to. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I think that that's something that you probably should do. I don't think you're a dog. I don't think you're a bad person. I think you're honest with your feelings, and that's real. But I feel like this is probably something that should be broken. So you're not hurting yourself, and you're not longing for somebody that's probably that's something that's never going to happen. And I don't want to say that because I don't know y'all's situation. I don't know y'all's friendship at all. She didn't tell me nothing, like, about you or anything. So I don't know. Maybe she does have feelings for you. Maybe y'all can work it out. But I'm just saying if she doesn't feel this same way about you and there's nothing to be worked out, I would kind of, I would stick to your wife. I mean, I do feel and your like kids. if you're married, that could definitely become messy. So if you're married... You need to think a little deeper about your decisions and what you right because like I feel like there's to. another woman that you do love and that you do care about care about that you don't want to hurt her and you know there's children involved at this point so I would just say tread lightly with the whole situation but I do feel like that may be a soul tie that probably needs to be broken but like I said I can't but how do you break a soul tie um it's different practice I actually looked this up y'all this is crazy that we're talking about this because I was actually googling all this stuff so. The first thing in breaking a soul tie is um, it's going to be kind of hard for him because he's married. So for me, it has to be I have to disconnect myself with like sex. So because um, every time I haven't had sex with anybody except for this person. But if I was to have sex, it would probably be like me comparing myself to him or trying to fill a void. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So. You have to disconnect yourself from things that remind you of that person or things you're trying to do to fill a void of that person. Um, some people say saging your house or saging, you know, items and things that remind you of that person. It's just whatever person, anything personal to you that reminds you of that person, that's what you have to break free from. Right. So it's like certain things, like certain songs, certain music, like I, I don't listen to them because it's just like I'll start going down memory lane and be like, oh, man, this reminds me of this. This reminds me of that, yeah. you know? So it's like, you have to break yourself from everything of that person. So 
until I'm ready to be physical with somebody and I'm not thinking about him and I'm not trying to fill a void, I'm not being physical mm. until I'm like, okay, I'm good on him. And this so you're is, a celibate right now. Um, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Um, cause I feel like I, I think I'm. But you just say you're not being physical. I'm not being physical right now, just because I'm not a hundred percent there. But I feel like I'm almost there mm. because I feel like I am talking to somebody that I really, really do like. And August seventeenth, not that far away. Bitch, I don't even know if I'm having sex with this guy on my birthday. Anyway, I know. But what I'm saying is, I know you do. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, for me, is even with me talking to this person, this is the first person I've talked to in a while where I'm not using him as a replacement. Like everybody else, I felt I've dealt with, it was just like somebody to replace him. This is the first guy I've kind of been talking to where it's just like, oh, we on some cool shit, getting to know each other. And it has nothing to do with me trying to get back at him or get over him. You know what I'm saying? So for back to you, the guy that wrote the letter, thank you so much. I had to read it. We never read three letters. So my personal advice is I don't like to gamble. I don't like to shake the table too much. If you have a happy home and you're with a woman that you love, because Nita ass is crazy and she's hot and cold. So I don't know how y'all's situation is, but... I wouldn't, I wouldn't gamble. Like I said, there's kids involved and things could get ugly. I don't know what Dre's advice is. But. Um, I agree. I feel like just because you have soul ties with people, I mean, this is my thing. If you have soul ties with a person and you, neither one of y'all are in a a marriage or kind of like a, because not to say marriage is a, pers- is a permanent situation because marriage isn't necessarily permanent, but it's like you made vows to somebody you promise somebody to be faithful to them and to only love them and honor them for the rest of your life. So I just feel like, to me, marriage is serious. That's right. why I don't take marriage lightly. But I feel like so if, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but if you do leave your wife, let it be nothing that has to do with Nita. Like if he decide, like if him and his wife get a divorce, it needs to be nothing that has to do with that situation. So I'm not saying that you're stuck with your wife, but if you if you and your wife do get a divorce. Don't let Nita be a deciding factor in that. So continue. I'm sorry. I just had to say that. Yeah, I mean, she shouldn't be a deciding factor. But then also, if you are going to leave your wife and that's the reason why you're leaving her because you're trying to pursue this situation, you definitely definitely need to make sure that the feelings are mutual. Right. Facts. So thank you so much for that letter. I feel like that was a really good letter. Like, shit got real. All of our, all of our letters were good today. They were. So, um, as always, thank y'all. If you have any questions or need any advice, send it to our email, askpoorminds, that's A-S-K-P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S at gmail.com. Wait till I I read you the rest of that letter. I can't read it on the show, y'all. Oh, bitch. Bitch, it's some hot fucking tea. I wasn't going to do you like that, my brother. I'm shook. Because Billy is my friend and that's my nigga, so I'm not going to read it. But, bitch, wait till I read it to you. Bitch, I'm shook. And your nigga might get too. Who, nigga? <laughs> so shout out to European <laughs> Wax Center. Make sure y'all go get waxed. Go to the Howell Mill or the Edgewood location and mention Poor Minds or Dre and Lex and you'll get waxed with a discount. And um, my blog is back up and running, www.lovelexp.com. I just posted about my BT experience. I posted a bunch of pictures. The footage will be coming out soon. Um... So stay tuned. Love Lex P is back up and we back getting it. Uh, go get the merch. Big copy. Uh, yeah. And we're working on the Poor Minds merch and the website coming soon. All that good shit. Uh, live tour, et cetera, et cetera. Y'all been asking for a live show. So this is what I want y'all to do. 
If you want us to do a live show, can y'all send us like DMs or email? Let us know what city y'all are in yeah. so we can kind of decide. What city? Because I'm not going to lie. For our first show, it's either going to be in Houston or Atlanta. So right now, we're trying to decide if we want to do our first show in Houston or Atlanta. Right. And so, the first three will probably be Houston, Atlanta, Dallas. Yeah. So let us know what... Should we do our first show in Houston or Atlanta? So let yeah. us know. Um, you got anything you got to add? Oh, not really. Oh, fucking brother. I'm the guy one of those. I be, like, I be working on shit, but I just, I don't be liking to talk about stuff until I like actually be ready to like yeah, put it ready. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's just keep sending us questions every week to ask for minds and, um, you know, keep. If you want to work with us, send your shit to DreaandLegShow at gmail.com. Send us products. Send us shit that you might want us might want us to shout out on the show. Make sure you got the payment as well. We accept PayPal. I'm fucking Venmo dead, and Cash App. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> so, yes, if y'all have any products that y'all want to promote, just let us know. And um, we'll definitely work something out. Um... Yeah, like I said, that's pretty much it. And Thank make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday on 967 The Beat. Shout out to DJ Slim. If you're not Slim. in Atlanta, download the iHeartRadio app and make sure you listen to us on there. And yes, it's Radio Bay 1 I'm and dead. 2. Not Radio Bay 1 and 2. <laughs> All right, y'all. And we'll see y'all next week. Oh, oh, oh. And look. What? I got we got a bonus episode coming for y'all because somebody asked for a bonus episode. And it's lit. Y'all gonna be super Y'all gonna excited. be super excited when y'all see who we have on this bonus episode. Just just know that, okay? So that's gonna be dropping next week. Yes. Next week. So stay uh, tuned. Stay tuned, y'all. See y'all next week. Bye y'all. Bye.